Moolah Law is brought to you by the nonprofit credit counseling agency, Credit Canada, and by Home Equity Bank, provider of the CHIP reverse mortgage. Welcome back. Moolah Law Money Made Simple is brought to you in part by Credit Canada. I am the CEO of the organization, and we are Canada's longest standing nonprofit credit counseling agency. Our mission is to help people get out of debt so they can get back into life. Listen, debt is a brutal reality for millions of Canadians. It starts to pile on for lots and lots of different reasons, job loss, divorce, illness, bad luck, you name it. Our accredited credit counselors are available to help you understand your current financial situation and take you through all your options on how to move forward. And there really are options out there. So go to creditcanada.com. We are nonprofit, as I said, the counseling is free and judgment free. Navigating debt, credit cards, and everyday money decisions can be a real challenge for many people, if not most people. If you're a young adult, though, you just might not have the knowledge, the experience, the tools to navigate these challenges. Personal finance expert and certified financial planner Bobby Rebel wrote a book called Launching Financial Grownups. Live Your Richest Life by Helping Your Almost Adult Kids Become Everyday money smart. She joins us now. Hello there. Thank you, Bruce, for having me. This is amazing. Why this book? Why this topic? Why now? Bruce, this book was born from my failures. <laughs> I have two older kids. And as you know, I have a background in business financial journalism. I'm a certified financial planner. I know this stuff on paper. And yet when I had teenagers who are now in their early 20s, I was failing to get through to them with the financial lessons that I knew, at least I thought they needed. They didn't think they needed them necessarily. And I was looking for help. And what I had was a lot of connections to people that are experts in this. And I decided that if I couldn't get help, that if I couldn't figure it out, other people also couldn't figure it out, but I could get the right people on board. So I have an amazing group of experts that I interviewed for this book. It's very much a product of journalism. Um, there's some of my own knowledge in there, of course, but the experts really delivered and I'm so proud of this book and it has helped me personally so much and I'm excited for it to help mm. other people. What is different for your kids and really your kids' generation that might be different from you or you, yours and mine? You're probably a Gen Xer like me. I am. And the first thing that we should recognize is that yes, things are actually different. They are factually different things that have happened in society that are systemic that we have to acknowledge because we have a, a bad habit as parents. <clears throat> and, and this is partially because our parents did it to us of saying, well, why can't you just be more like us? Well, the hmm. truth is they can't because things are actually different um, on so many different levels. And we can, you know, talk all we want about the obvious things like, well, they have massive student debt, at least here, you know, in the United States and they face a gig economy which makes it a lot harder to have the financial um, life milestones that we may take for granted as Gen Xers. But there's also sort of the softer things that we don't always appreciate. For example, um, we uh, did not have connections to our parents with respect to like health insurance. Mm. So now we can, in the US, we have the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare, so we can keep our kids on health insurance till age 26, which is a great thing in many cases to have that option. But what it does is it keeps us financially tied to our kids. 
And so once we're financially tied to our kids till 26, the perception of when adulthood starts, starts to shift. Mm. So we used health to insurance say, or not, we have similar yeah. dynamics here in Canada. And I, I'd say yeah. what, what may be analogous is the real estate market is so ridiculous here. Oh yes. That young people are living at home. I mean, I left home at mm-hmm. 18 and never went back today, especially in major centers, you're back in your childhood bedroom. Cause that's all you can afford for a while. Yeah. So Bruce, you nailed it. Exactly. So a lot of people have asked me this book. I say the book is for parents of kids, kids in quotation marks, ages 16 to 26. And people say to your point, why is the cutoff not 18? My parents cut me off at 18. Mm. Or why is it not 21 or 22 when kids who go to college traditionally would sort of be declared adults and time to figure it out? Well, again, it's because we have this extended adolescence and it translates into other things. Like we didn't have cell phones that we had to be pulled off the cell phone plan, right? Mm. Because we didn't have the cell phones. So there's all these other connections that keep going. We also are a generation, and I, I don't know how you feel about this, helicopter parents. And so we have a really hard time letting go. Yeah. So sometimes the parents are the problem. Why our young adults aren't launching? Totally true, as except for in my case, I'm I'm clearly not. The Tell problem, me, but yeah, no. I mean, my my child's twelve and I only have one, so it's different. Uh, you uh, write about we'll blind see. spots. What do you mean? Are these blind spot blind spots for the parents? Yeah, I think that, like I just said, we don't really see how we're acting. So, for an example, we don't see that our kids um, may not be asking us for financial help when they tell us about a great deal that they got. I have a story in there from Jean Chatsky, well-known financial expert. Mm. So again, she should know better intellectually. And she says that, but when you're a parent, we sometimes lead with our emotions and our need to take care of our children. So her daughter got a great deal on some very high-end exercise classes, told mom and mom, instead of just saying, I'm so proud, almost, she did stop herself because she's amazing Jean Chatsky, but she was tempted to say, I'm so proud of you, I'll pay for it. And no. we do that though, but she stopped yes. herself. But like, yes. we do that. We are offering to subsidize their lives, even when they're not asking, because, you know, we just want to take care of them. Yes, we do. And, oh, you, you know, you structured your hard. book with, with, within an education paradigm, which I love. So you've got core curriculum and graduate studies. One of the lessons in graduate studies is exit, <laughs> the exit strategy, getting yes. your kids to pay their own bills. How do you do that? You stop paying mm. and you ask them what their plan is. And the other thing you can do is you can do a gradual move. So for example, with our oldest, who's now 25, we, she wanted to use our storage unit and we said, okay, you're going to pay for half of it. And I set up automatic payments so that I wouldn't be having a negative discussion with her once, once a month where I would ask for the money, right? It just happens. And now she's getting her own storage unit. And she knows she was aware and she asked to have us remove that. And we are because she was motivated because she saw that it wasn't free. Mm. So if you have a phone bill, instead of, you don't necessarily have to have them have their own phone bill. If it's going to add to the, the family ecosystem of having paid more as a family, we don't want to create artificial expenses to prove a point, but if adding them to your plan, maybe it's health insurance, maybe it's a phone bill costs you money, let them pay that. So they have an awareness of what their life costs. Mm. And that way they're not just, you know, being cut off without any awareness and any preparation. So that's what I mean by a gradual exit strategy rather than what your parents did, which was seems very harsh these days. Yeah, just kicked, you to off the at 18. kicked to the curb. I, I, yep. I would never do that to you. I would never do that to any child, clearly. You write, um, about, you write about cultural studies. It's yeah. in the section on electives. What does that mean? Yeah. 
So this is very important. And I only barely touched on it because it really deserves its own book. But it's very important for us to realize that different cultures bring different um, money customs and money expectations. So for example, I spoke to several um, experts who happen to be black and they share that there are expectations in their community, for example, and this is a lovely one to some degree that they, when they make money that they really share it with the community. But to the extent sometimes that it undermines their own ability to, um, to build generational wealth. Mm. So just being aware of the, the cultural pressures where sometimes you'll have someone who's in that community who may face so much pressure to be paying for a cousin's tuition or to be supporting someone else, someone that they care about and so on, which is great, but it can undermine their, you know, their success. And so it talks about that. It talks about um, that um, one of our experts who is, she's biracial and she talks about the fact that she would spend money she couldn't afford to spend because she wanted to be perceived as successful and important. Mm -hmm. And so she would spend money to um, validate herself. And this was a cultural pressure. And I found that really important to include because we do each come from different backgrounds and different expectations in our cultures about how we spend and invest money. Stepping back is the final chapter and most terrifying chapter of oh, the Oh, really? Book. Why is it terrifying, Bruce? Because, because what you're asserting, first of all, is that the parents need to step back. And I think you're acknowledging that we do need a pep talk. And I love that you referenced Gene Chatsky as not being perfect. I am certainly not perfect. I'm a parent to a 12-year-old and I have made my share of mistakes. What are the contents of that pep talk? Be confident in your child. Mm. Be confident that you have raised them. And most of all, let them know that you believe in their ability to be successful with their goals. And I stress their goals because that's very important. I talk a lot in the book about the our oldest daughter, my stepdaughter, who is now 25. And it was her goal since she was 13. She just had a desire to be a homeowner. That was her goal. Had I imposed that on her, she would not have done it and she would not have been successful at my goal, but it was her goal. So that's the important thing is listen to your children, understand that their goals may not be aligned with your goals. You want to make sure their values are, are where you're comfortable, but let it go. Let them follow their dreams and their hopes, because if you try to undermine them by kind of pushing them the other way, we all know those <laughs> stories about people that became lawyers and doctors. And, and it's great if that's what you want to be, but you know what happens in midlife. Yeah. You know, they're going to do what they want to do. And then they'll resent you for having pushed them to do something that they didn't want to do. And you know what, by the way, if they make mistakes, they can course correct. Don't judge, just mm. be there and help them make that pivot. But most of all, let them know that you believe in them and you are confident in their ability to live their own lives and to be financial grownups. Amazing. Bobby, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Bruce. Bobby Rebel is the author of Launching Financial Grownups, Live Your Richest Life by Helping Your Almost Adult Kids Become Everyday Money Smart. Hi, it's me, your dad. Look, we need to talk. This isn't working. The missed payments, the collection calls, and all those sleepless nights. We need nonprofit debt counseling, and I found the perfect place. Credit Canada Debt Solutions. They're non-judgmental, 100% confidential. They'll negotiate with creditors and even stop interest. Don't you want to rebuild your credit? You deserve better. Break up with debt. Visit creditcanada.com.